0: Our first reading today is Psalm 23 and can be found in Pew Bible, page 862. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside quiet waters, he restores my soul, he guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Our second reading is found in the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. It's found on page 1,666 in the Pew Bible. Very truly, I tell you, Pharisees, anyone who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by some other way, is a thief and a robber. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and his sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger. In fact... They will run away from him because they do not recognize a stranger's voice. Jesus used this figure of speech, but the Pharisees did not understand what he was telling them. Therefore, Jesus said again, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who have come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep have not listened to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. The word of God. Would
1: you pray with me this morning? move in us. Change us, transform us as only you can do. Lord, we pray that we might reflect your love to the world around us
0: as we grow more
1: deeply as one of your disciples. As the good shepherd, help us this morning, today, and all days to stay so close to you. Your voice is the only one we hear. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. The congregation I pastored just before here at St. Paul's, we had uh, a shepherd who had sheep in the church. And every year, just about this time, uh, in April or May, they'd get shorn. So I would, the girls, we'd get the girls, we'd go to their house and we would watch these sheep get shorn. The best part for me was to watch Amelia, one of my nine-year-old, almost nine-year-old twins, try to chase them in the field and catch them. Sheep are really fast. They can move quickly. So we would watch them get shorn, and uh, I would observe the way uh, Craig, that was the gentleman's name who had the the herd of sheep, how he would interact with them. Have you ever watched uh, a shepherd interact with sheep? Have you ever seen that up close? It's fascinating. Gave me a bit of a window into the scriptures that we heard read today. I remember uh, standing out in in the field watching them, and the first thing that came to my mind was, God, come on. You couldn't have called us something other than sheep? Sheep are a little stupid. (laughs) They're a little dumb. A, a little. Yeah, Nelson says a little. Well, some of them may be uh, a little dumber than others. I would watch them, and they'd, they'd run into the fence. They'd run into each other. They'd, they'd. Eventually, they'd come, and they'd follow, and they'd make their way into the barn where the sheep shearer, in like three minutes, sh- with working with his tools, could shear a sheep. It was incredible to watch. Uh, and then they'd run into the wall or something or just collapse on themselves and just lay there and play dead, you know. And I, so the first thing I thought was, Lord, you couldn't have, I mean, I'd like to be a lion. I'd like to be, you know, uh, something other than a dumb sheep. There's a little video that maybe we're going to be able to play. <laughs> I don't know, maybe, okay. When we get it, there's a, there's a video that I found on on YouTube That I watched, and I thought, oh, great. So, Gordon, if you hit that little button in the bottom of the uh, right of that video, you'll make it full screen. All right. Perfect. Now, just a short little video. Watch this video and see if you don't see a parallel to the spiritual life. Boom. Thanks. You can close that up, Gordon. Thank you. Now, when I watched that, I thought, okay, maybe I'm a little chastened. I feel a little, you know, being called a sheep. Isn't that accurate? Isn't that our lives, our spiritual lives? We get rescued out of one thing, and what do we immediately do? Jump right back in. And do the thing that got us stuck in the first place. So the more I think about it, it may bruise our egos a bit to admit it, but we're sheep, aren't we? We're sheep. We see ourselves in that in that land. We're sheep. The image of God as the shepherd and us as the sheep runs all through the scriptures all through the Old Testament, and it finds its culmination here, really, in John 10, as Jesus, the good shepherd. He's the fulfillment of all of the ways that God promised that he would shepherd his people, shepherd his sheep. And with Psalm 23, you know, the probably, I dare say, maybe between that and the Lord's Prayer, it's a toss-up as to the most well-known portion of Scripture in all the Bible. Even people outside the church who have no particular uh, faith commitment could probably mouth along most of Psalm 23. We know it. Where do we often hear it read? Funerals. It's a great Scripture of comfort, particularly for those who mourn. But it teaches us so much about who God is as our shepherd And so for the few moments I have this morning, I want to pull three things from Psalm 23 that teach us about our shepherd, that God is our supplier, he's our security, and he's our safety. Our supplier, our security, and our safety. How does he supply us? What is one of the first things we read? Now, I know Psalm 23 is going to be familiar to you. So as I prompt you with these scriptures... Feel free to say them along with me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not not want. Boy, we're stuck. We're in the King James language, aren't we? Well, I think it's the most beautiful for these psalms. It's so poetic, isn't it? I shall not want. Now, that is an old usage of the word want. It doesn't mean that we're not going to have times in lives where we wouldn't like something, or we don't desire this or that, or we don't have a need. But it means that we won't have any lack. The NIV in modern translations translated, I lack nothing. I shall not want. So one can be in a situation of physical need, but not wanting for anything. You see, there's a a supplying that the shepherd does for the sheep that moves beyond external physical needs. He meets us at the very core of who we are. He tells us who we are. We understand who we are because we have a sense of who the shepherd is. And we find that the shepherd supplies every need. There's no want. You see, a good shepherd takes the sheep, just like we find in the Psalms, leads them to still waters, leads them to a place where they can feed, where they can rest. The Lord is the one who supplies our every need so that at a fundamental level, we find provision. How many of you can testify to that in your lives? Oh, yeah. In a moment of difficulty, get a phone call from a friend. That gives us the comfort that we were needing. Maybe the Lord healed you from some physical malady. Maybe in a moment of financial crisis a need was met. The Lord is the one who supplies. He's our supplier and he's also our security. Let's go through the psalm together. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Leads me beside the still waters. Restores my soul leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Though I walk through the shadow of death, fear no evil. For the shepherd, the shepherd is with us. Thou art with me. The security. One can walk through the valley of the shadow of death. One can be so close to difficulty and pain, to danger, with the shepherd with us. There's no need to fear. David goes on to expand this image in portraying the shepherd as our security. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for thou art with me. I rod in thy staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of. My enemies. Can you imagine being so secure in God that you could sit down to a banquet right in the midst of absolute danger? There's something that I learned from Craig, my former church member, about those sheep and about how the shepherd provides security. Shepherd is with those sheep. Sheep are with those shepherds. To such an extent that all they know is the shepherd's voice. So when we would go at sheep shearing time, I'd stand up there, you know, kind of like a bumbling idiot in the middle of the field, trying to catch these sheep, and I'd holler to them and I'd whistle. They'd ignore me. They're not coming to me. I'd whistle and whistle and whistle and whistle till I was out of breath. And you know what Craig would do? He'd come in and he'd go, Whoop. all the sheep would come. You know why? because they were able to distinguish voices. They knew the voice of the shepherd, and then they knew the voice of me, a big imposter. They didn't follow me, because there was security in the voice of the shepherd. They were so close to him, that they could distinguish his voice from mine. Friends, that's how we can thrive have sit down to a feast, even in the midst of trouble. When we're so close to the shepherd, we spend so much time with him so that we know who he is. We know his voice. How do we know his voice? Spend time here. We pray. We get so in tune with who he is and what he's doing that even in the midst of difficulty, we can hold right in on him and in his blessing. He's our safety, even in the midst of difficulty. Security, rather. Safety is my final point. That He is our safety. How does that psalm end? I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There's only one person who can lead us into abundant, eternal life. There's only one. He leads his sheep into that. He's our safety for all eternity. You know, if you go through the Old Testament, if you spend time, particularly in the prophets Jeremiah and Ezekiel, there's this image of the shepherd is applied to those human leaders who were tasked with oversight and shepherding of Israel. And as you may know, or as you can well imagine, they continually failed at their task. The judges, the kings, the other rulers of then the divided monarch, the divided Israel, the northern and the southern kingdoms. They were not good leaders. They did not shepherd the people well. And so the prophets would rise up. And that was often one of the indictments was against the leaders for the ways that they did not lead the people well. And you know what the prophets did? They looked for a day and they told of a day. God himself would step into history and would shepherd his people. Who do we have in John 10? I am the shepherd. I am the good shepherd. Jesus, God himself, came into history and showed us what a shepherd looks like. Someone who laid down his life for the sheep sacrificed himself so that his sheep could be supplied, be secure, and be safe. So what do we do, friends? What does this mean for us? Listen to Psalm 23 again. The Lord is? Let's say that again. The Lord is? The Lord is? The Lord's not just house shepherd bob shepherd rick shepherd the lord is my shepherd what a radical notion this was then and now that 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 we can have that sort of relationship with god god is not just a distant figure god is not someone whose attention is focused elsewhere god is no we say that god is the lord is So we can say with confidence that all our need will be supplied. That we will dwell securely. That we will be led to safety. Not because the Lord is a shepherd somewhere. The Lord is my shepherd. Friends, stay close to the shepherd. Spend time with him. Read his word. Pray. Develop your ears so that his is the only voice that you hear. We live in a day and an age where there are voices coming at us incessantly from all angles. So many people vying for our attention. So many idols that are tempting us to give them our very best. What does sheep do? Sheep hear the voice of the shepherd and they go to where the shepherd is. Stay close to the shepherd he's not just mine, he's not somebody else's, he's yours. Amen. invite our praise team to come back up to lead us in our final song. Friends, let's stand
0: as they come up and as we prepare to worship you.